hello there. We really are back. Yeah. Um, it's, I don't know, it's a bit daunting, isn't it? The, the, the advent of technology and also sort of trying to make this work as best we can. Uh, what, you, you know. mean remote podcasting? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, well we're, we're, this, is, this is a sort of, this is a major trial run for, uh, for how all podcasts in the future are going to be pretty much conducted, isn't it? Yeah, isn't it? yeah, absolutely will. Because um, um, distance will be a, uh, a factor. We're jumping straight in with news then, are we? Oh well, you know, you know. I just, I, I thought I'd, I thought I'd bandy it about, and then you go, "Hey, I know what that guy's talking about. Here's some news." Well, yes. Well, I did, I did say that there would be an announcement in podcast fifteen because that's so what we've done. Why not start with a bang, man? Go why on. not? Why not start with the bang? That uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Madame et Monsieur, uh, as of uh, September this year, um, I will no longer be UK bound. I will be. Uh, over the other side of this planet, in a uh, little country called Australia. Um, yes, we know you're there, Faye. <laughs> and I haven't told you yet. <laughs> Hi, Faye. Um, bring round biscuits. Yes, yes. Bring round cake and biscuits for a uh, housewarming to-do, uh, because that's where I'll be going. So that's, uh, that's, that's the start of the 10 there. So um, what, uh, Australia, for those that don't know, not a history it's a of the country, country obviously. <laughs> it's in the Vargon quadrant, I believe. It is in the Vargon quadrant. It's just slightly left of the planet. Um, it <laughs> fell off a couple of years ago. It's floating around in the ether. <laughs> and uh, transport links are unaffected. Yeah, but they do lovely lamb. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Well, there's there's a there's a cull going Zealand? on. What yeah, the lamb cull? No, I think that might be New Zealand, actually. I don't know. Uh, there, there's a, there was an issue with lamb and there was an issue with rabbits. They've got sort of wild rabbits out there. I think they've got they've developed myxomatosis or something. It's quite You're not a, thinking about the rabbit-proof fence, are you? Which is a film about them killing off the Aborigines. Or um, actually stealing the Aboriginal children. Get your facts right, Ant. I, I actually never saw the film. I was just... I, I, I thought that it was basically about an elaborate fence that had been sort of like rung around a, um, a petting zoo. I, yeah. thought, I thought that was a shoddy, a shoddy film. Well, you see, this is this is where your refusal to read the back cover of DVDs does you no favors in this conversation. Yeah, but it's right. that, it stands me in good stead overall. Yes, because you do not judge a book by its cover. No, Apart from I... that one time where you judged Bobby Davro's joke book by its cover, and you were quite right to do so. There's a um, a wise saying, which is never judge a book by uh, its cover, never judge Lethal Weapon by Danny Glover. Mm. Although you should do both, really. <laughs> read, read books and watch Danny. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or read read books while watching Danny. Multitasking. <laughs> read book read books about watching Danny, perhaps. Yeah. So there we are. Right. Well, 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 well. With the news aside, then welcome, welcome to the quite enjoy podcast I'm number the... fifteen. No, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You, 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 you're basically just trying to sort of rounce over this thing entirely. What, can you just explain? What, my abandonment? <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can't just leave and then not say why and just say, oh, there's biscuits and cake on the other side, I'll see you later. Why, why are you going? What are you, what, what's the purpose? What are you doing? Well, um, purpose is a, is a mighty fine word. Actually, my, uh, my wife is hoping to listen to this podcast and find out what I really think about the whole thing as well. Oh, fantastic. Um, Let's be extra, yeah. extra honest then. Let's be extra, extra honest. Um, to be honest, got a lot of unpaid taxes. A lot of unpaid taxes. 
killed a guy in the autumn of 1997, and yeah. I think it might be finally catching up with me. Yeah, and I think the Australians have just a um, just a big thing against the British judicial system. So uh, hopefully, no extradition. Hey, fingers crossed. Let's keep mm. that prison colony mentality going, shall we, mm. Brits? Thanks, Queenie. So um, you're, uh, a, you, I'm assuming that you're moving with your wife then. Again, for those that do yes. not know. Yes, can't get rid of her. Can't get rid of her. So I'm um, going to move with her. Fair um, no, of course we're going <laughs> over the other side of the world to uh, because we've had the uh, the birth of my uh, my new son. Oh, that's piece of news number two for the podcast, yes, surely. Well, that's nine months old news, but there it is. <laughs> that's how long it's been since we've done one of these. <laughs> Laughing, talking, grinning, sitting up, causing a nuisance news nine months later. God that's, bless him. That's exactly what he's doing, and he's in the other room sleeping now, so I've been uh, I've been relegated to the kitchen to do this podcast. Um, yes, uh-huh. so he's... Do- Joke's on her. That's where the tea is. Oh, you're right. There is tea here. <laughs> although it's not near the microphone, which is annoying. No, although that's probably best. Kettle boiling, you know. Jingle break. Jingle break. We're jingle, jingle break. break. Of course. Jingle break at some point. Um, yes, moving to Australia with the uh, the good lady and uh, the good son. And uh, it's really because, uh, to be honest, I can't swing a dead cat in this flat. And I'm really looking forward to swinging some dead cats. <laughs> Uh, are you are you taking your own dead cats with you across the waters, or are you going to just source them? They, there? they frown on it. They frown on it, to be honest. Sure. Um, and I'm hoping they'll kind of be their own dead cats there anyway. And if not, I'm sure there's a kangaroo by the roadside I can pick up. And you know, that's an achievement, if anything else, to get it back that's, to the home and just swing just out of curiosity. Now, I don't know if you've ever swung a kangaroo, and of course, I don't profess to have ever done the thing myself. However, I'm aware of a certain weight variable that may cause uh, an issue. It is slightly one-sided on the mm. side of the kangaroo. Um, mm. they, they are the equivalent of about three men, um, but, uh, or one Jethro. Three men or one Jethro. Okay. Which is a, which is a, a Jethro, I think, should be a weight, you know, staple <laughs> here. We should, you know, pounds, ounces, grams, Jethros. So we can, <laughs> so we can judge a kangaroo by its Jethro. Oh, Jethro, uh, of course, is the rather uh, loud comedian um, of which descent I have no idea because I can never discern his accent because I can't understand what the fuck he's saying. <laughs> no, but all you really need to know about him is he weighs more than a kilogram and less than a ton. Correct. Correct. <laughs> as, as, that's as accurate as you're getting. <laughs> <laughs> Good might review. Need, might need to be a tad more accurate for the scales when they come out. Okay, not a problem at all. I will, yeah, I will alert we'll the people sorted. that deal with metrics, and uh, and yes, we'll get that taken care of. Smashing. So, um, uh, topics, not the chocolate bar of yesteryear, but of course the Shame. subject Shame. of disc. Well, yes, it is, it is, it is. But there's always a lion bar. Mm. Um, I don't have one. Uh, but yes, topics. What um, what should we talk about in podcast number fifteen? Well, um, I, I don't know. It dep- should we be topical, being a topic? Um, should we talk about news that's happening, or should we just discuss some bollocks like we usually do? Why don't we try and combine the two by by discussing Ooh. actual news, but in the in the subject matter of bollocks? Topical bollocks. Okay. All right. So let's uh, let's play it like this. You know how we usually do a top five thing. Mm-hmm. Well, let's do that with each other, but a news thing. So you mentioned a news story that I'll probably not know anything about. We'll conflab for a little bit, have a jingle. I'll do the next one. 
blah, blah, blah. I think that's a very good idea. Hmm. Now, if you bear with me a few seconds, I'm just going to think of some news. Whitney Houston died. Discuss. <laughs> Whitney Houston died. Bring out a greatest hit album. As quick as you can. And charge more for it. Did you hear about that? I did not hear about this. What do you mean they charge oh, more for it? Those Everyone's got the bodyguard. The, 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 those fuckers at um, a type of fruit that's not a pear. Kumquat. Yes, those, those fuckers <laughs> at the incredibly successful billion dollar enterprise that is Kumquat. <laughs> Using their using their eye songs, uh, have decided to um, hype like the price up. The eye. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, you've got to have some frame of reference here. People could actually be looking on the stock index for Kumquat and not finding it, and then calling us liars, which nobody wants. Um, yeah, it, it was five ninety nine. It was in the sort of the bargain bin of the MP3 section, and then all of a sudden, when you know Mrs. What's her face killed herself, or you know snorted so much crack her head fell off, or whatever happened. I wasn't there, I didn't see. However that went down, uh, doesn't negate the fact that the price went up from £5.99 all the way up to £8.99 on the very same day that it happened. And you know what? It was just a bloke at home, eating donuts, watching the news, went, oh, fuck, pressed the button, up went the price. <laughs> the minute he saw that news story, when people are going to be on that, because nothing says buy her records like them dying, uh, as, like we saw with Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson, he, he, he hadn't produced anything in years. He the fucker didn't stop producing stuff when he was dead. No, <laughs> Everything came out. Although, although that, that, that seems to be a, a trend. I don't know if you're aware of the, uh, the East Coast rapper Tupac. But um, uh, Tupac died in, hmm, I think, 1994. He was shot. And uh, every year, new album. Every single year. Brand new <laughs> album. And apparently, apparently if, you believe, if you believe the, com the comedian... Um, Oh, what's his name? Um, Chris Rock. Yes, if you believe the comedian Chris Rock, he records a new album with clues in it, trying to help people understand who it was that killed him. Every year. Hmm. Well, that's that's talent, really. Mm, that's it is. Um, that's necro recording. It is. But you're absolutely you're absolutely right about the state of the recording industry when it comes to past that Michael Jackson releases, you know, the hits 1947 or whatever, however many he's had. Whitney mm. Houston, you know, brings hers out, which, by the way. You know that bloke that you were talking about who just suddenly went, oh, fuck, and like bumped up the price? Mm. That guy, in his own mind, was like, they're going to give me the promotion for this. They're going to fucking love me. I'm the guy that turns Sony BMG from a flailing company into, bang, right up the stock index by pressing three pounds more on the price of the CD, blah, 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 or the MP3 downloads, blah, blah. And in his head, that was a really, really good idea. But then the moment that the public got wind of it, they basically wanted to kill him. I think he might be lying next to Whitney Houston somewhere in a ditch. But has there been a public outcry? I like the way that there's a really big fuss for about three days and then no one mentions it again, apart from us, ten days I, later on a podcast. Um, I, say, I say public outcry. It was a very small square on page nine of the Metro. But still, it's still it news. One bloke on his own, eating a sandwich, went, oh, very expensive. <laughs> that was it. I like that. He's got the exact same voice as the guy that thought of hiking the price up in the first place. And he was also both, sat down eating a sandwich. They're both eating. No, the other guy was eating donuts. <laughs> oh, that's right, of course. Well, they're they're a, a breaded product. Items. Yes, indeed. One's American, one's English. Don't you see oh. the difference between donuts, sandwiches? We don't sit down eating donuts. Far too extravagant. Although you could. There's 65p for a pack of five in Morrison's. That's right, kids. Morrison's. Shop there for things. Uh, they're uh, fr unfrozen daily for you. What's the word for unfrozen? Thawed. That's it. <laughs> Thawed for you daily. 
by your local butcher. See, well, we're wandering off on a tangent here, but we do that so well. Now, why why do Morrison's claim to have an in-store bakery when all it is is really just a lot of microwaves on defrost? Well, I, I think it's got something to do with the fact that everybody else has got something. Asda, Asda have got the fact that they keep losing money horrendously by dropping all the prices on everything and they spend all of their own time slapping their own bums, right? Asda have got that going for them. Tesco, Tesco have got world dominance going, we're hiking up the prices every day, we're doing in fact the exact opposite of Asda and you don't seem to care, Every everybody comes and shops here so that's fine. So Asda goes down, Tesco goes up, Morrisons go, well, we can't put prices sideways because that's paradoxical and that's basically entering maths into a further dimension whereby there is neither up nor down but there is left and right. Can you imagine a left price hike? No, you cannot. So, Morrisons utilise utilize all of their... What? I'm just trying to come up with a number that would be a left turn off a price. So suddenly it just says, ta on the... 80, 89p, 90p, 91p, ta It's spelt with three Zs. <laughs> and all the produce just goes off the shelves. What the? <laughs> but yeah, no. So Morrison's are just like, well, we've got to have a thing. So our thing could be, oh, we bake in store. But they don't bake in store. They've got one room shaped like an oven that they put everything into on massive trays, bring out the trays, and leave them there, and go, look, it's fresh. And you go, no, it's fucking not. You didn't prepare that. I didn't see you make that pastry or twist the strudel. You just got to have a fucking packet. You're basically weather spoons. You're basically heating up. And uh, I like the fact that uh, 10 minutes before they open the store, someone goes around with a big aerosol of uh, Hovis smell and just sprays that in the air. Where can you get that? I is want that, that. Is that what that is? It's, it's yeah, just a, a it's can fake of fresh smell. Yeah, it's like fre- yeah, fresh bread. But how do you get that in a can? Fresh bread in a uh, Apart from Pillsbury. Pillsbury well, is fresh bread in a can. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's that the large intricate oven is directly plumbed in to the... In fact, yeah, the large oven is directly plumbed into the ventilation, which provides, A, the smell of bread, and B, the warmth for the entire store. No wonder they're doing so well. They're saving money, fuckers. And C, innocuous gases. Mmm, innocuous. Mm. Mm. See, I feel sorry for Asda in this whole thing, because after being taken over by Walmart, it really has got nothing going on. I mean, it's like the crack-addled whore of the supermarket world slapping its ass trying to find the last vein in its body that it can (laughs) inject some capital into. (laughs) (laughs) More crack! (laughs) Lovely. Yes. See, if there were lyrics to that jingle. What else? If there were lyrics to jingles, you know, like that um, webuyanycar.com, which is probably the worst monotonous jingle but i know its website and i know what they do so it worked if you stuck lyrics to other songs what would it would it work as well like the hovis song you know that one that goes the old one with the the boy walking up the cobbled streets and all that kind of i mean could you fit lyrics to that i mean here it is bread again it's going to go off we make bread, lots of bread. Look at all the bread. <laughs> Eat the bread, buy the bread, buy it till you're dead. <laughs> oh, it gets sinister at the end. <laughs> Maybe they're dead really abruptly, so it's like a cut. It's like me, it's a uh, you're dead. So, mm, dark Hovis. Can't we get dark Hovis? <laughs> See, and why did it come out as brown bread? Why isn't it dark Hovis? That would that would have a well better ring to it. Are you having light hovis or dark hovis? Dark hovis. Get me a slice of dark hovis. 
The evil twin of white bread. Oh, it, could, it could come in a black wrapper. Man, if I was marketing, right, I'd get done for racial discrimination for a start. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you'd have a kick-ass, like it'd have red writing on it. Be Hovis, Black Hovis, Dark Hovis. <laughs> That's it, not Black Hovis, Dark Hovis. <laughs> the, the Black and White Minstrel Show is sponsored by Dark Hovis. People would presume it's like a meatloaf or something because it comes from that kind of wrapper. <laughs> the tastiest and raciest bread on the market. <laughs> See, this is uh, another, uh, so much off topic from what the fuck we were talking about before, but this is brilliant. Um, it, it, products have a, a very specific design to them to make you think that sure. they're they're for the use. So say bright orange is for a bathroom cleaner. You wouldn't see bright orange for uh I don't know, what wouldn't you see bright orange? Toilet roll. You wouldn't see bright orange toilet roll, would you? <laughs> As if you want to wipe your ass with day glow. I'm not sure. I'm not sure people would go for that. And like um like luminous pink motor oil. You wouldn't see that either. Because what colour is motor oil? Is it I just think the it's a kind of goldy colour. Yeah, it's right. like goldy, see-through-y brown. But they put it inside a silver container to go like, hmm, premium. That's it. Silver, premium. And they have, that, they have that little line just down the side of the bottle, which is see-through, so you can see the stuff inside, mm, so that you know right. what you're buying has stuff in it. Mm. It's important to know. I, I wish crisps did that now. They used to, but I they wish Walker, I wish walkers would go back to that thing, because I'd like to know I'm not getting any crisps in my big gulp pack that's about i don't know this length of my forearm has got the number of fingers that i have crisps inside it yeah it is, the, the, the distribution ratios are all out of whack entirely i remember buying again one of those big bags or big gulp bags or huge fucking bag of crisps have crisps now bags you know and mm. it was on the uh it was shame on the they dropped that name yeah big fucking bag of crisps <laughs> buy now be now <laughs> die now <laughs> Dark Hovis. <laughs> 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 oh, yeah should be a web address. <laughs> it probably could be. It could be with a new uh, with a new web app. It's just going to cost you a shitload of cash. Uh, I'd pay five quid for it. So you could, um, yeah, that that web thing's a bit strange. www.google.com or .google. or just Google or just what are you Google talking? Dot, dot. Hashtag Google. Why Google do... dot Google at Google dot Google. No I idea. There's too many Googles. Too many Googles o- in there. Oogly woogly googly. Uh... Have, you, have you noticed WW2 has started uh, knocking up? Not the World War Two, sorry. Three Ws. <laughs> I, love, I would love that. World War Two trending again. Brilliant. <laughs> the sequel for World Hasht- War Three. Hashtag death. If they made a film out of World War Two and they decided to do a sequel, do you reckon they call it World War Two Two, or would they actually go World War Three, even though there hadn't been a first film? World War Two Point Two, maybe. The Reckoning. <laughs> World War Two Point Two: The Sarah Connor Chronicles. <laughs> it's got to have. It's got to have a subtitle. Everything's got subtitles now. It, you can't have a film that comes out with a three on it unless it has Revelations, Resurrection, or Relations of the Christ, or something at the end of it. See, I, I, I've always had a bit of a problem with this because it's just like, right, Ghostbusters, yep, Ghostbusters 2, wicked, right? Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2, if I type that into my filing system on my computer, Ghostbusters 2 sits above Ghostbusters. So I have oh. to put Ghostbusters 1. I do it Roman numerals, so it's like Ghostbusters I and then Ghostbusters II. It's like, that's not the name of the fucking title. You're forcing my hand. All films, regardless of what they are, should be called blah, 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 1. 
just in case a sequel happens. Not saying that it has to, you know, for example, the World Trade Center, the movie. There's never going to be a second one, is there, really? World Trade Center, the movie, one, right? It's inaccurate, but it's convenient for filing. There was the Titanic, too. Was it just, was it mainly shot under water? There <laughs> with a very, a... very somber cast. Something we're going to start doing with these podcasts now is there's a forum um, topic for each podcast, right? So number 15 will have a forum topic. I will put a link to the trailer to Titanic 2 in that forum when it's up. My God, you're actually being serious. Mm, there is a Titanic 2 and uh, oh, it's an experience. It's, it's not... It's not film, it's an experience. Did you, I mean, when you, did you, how come you, uh, oh God, what, why, why do you know about this? Tell One me, word. tell me, why One. do you know about this? Um, Saturday afternoon. That's two browse, words. Oh, uh, sorry. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, Saturday then. Smart ass. <laughs> Get your story out in one word. Saturday. <laughs> the rest of the words I'm not allowed to say. Why have you seen this film? Saturday. Good answer. No, it's a good answer. Right on, right on. I'm sorry, I might go see it myself now. Right yeah, on. I know. I've been Saturday a couple of times myself. <laughs> um, Saturday afternoon, flicking through the channels, Sci-Fi Channel comes up, Titanic 2 is on the listing. You can't not stop, can you, really? I mean, you've got to have a look. Titanic 2. The first thing you see is a guy in a submarine going, uh, it's no good. It's going to hit us. And then you see three shots of a CG submarine but it's the same shot. They just flip it. Nice. <laughs> so like, shot of someone looking alarmed. Back to the submarine. Flipped. Back to someone else looking alarmed for a fraction of a millisecond. Back to the submarine. Same shot. Flipped again. Back to its original place. So they've nice. basically rendered, rendered one shot of a submarine for all of their uh, cutaways. It's, uh, and you can only imagine what they've done with the ship. <laughs> Wow. The thing, with, the thing with having a budget is that you need to evenly distribute things so that nothing suffers. For example, if you're making a large film, you can't spend all of your money on catering just to keep your actors happy because then when it comes to things like effect shots, you're not going to have any cash. Hmm. So all that coke that they bought going, yeah, we're going to make Titanic 2, it's going to be fucking amazing. You know, they spent all that money on Chang and then the next day went, holy shit, we've got now, can we... What can we do with this one shot that we filmed that cost us most of the money that we haven't spent on drugs? <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, guys, uh, we spent all the budget on coke. Um, we basically managed to get one uh, uh, one fairly decent uh, submarine going. This is talking to the investors, obviously, because uh, fairly decent does not cover this CG shite that I saw. I, lo uh, I love that when you're talking to the investors, the first thing you say is, we spent most of the money on coke. <laughs> <laughs> While still hoping to gain the confidence of the investors at the end of the interview. It's a well-known fact that all film investors are coke fiends, and they love it. <laughs> so they're going to be right on their wavelength when they come in and say, we've spent let's, it all on coke. Let's not fuck around. I've been doing lots of drugs. You've been doing lots of drugs. We both don't want to be in this meeting. We'd rather be at home doing lots of drugs. So just give us more cash so we can do drugs, and we'll see you at the end of the premiere. I'm not even asking you for cash. Basically, I've clubbed together a couple of mates, right? I met them in the pub. I reckon if you give us half a day and a DV camera, sit us in, put us somewhere near the water, but obviously not in it, uh, and, and we'll film some. We'll film it. We'll get it done. We, my mate Brian, he went into the works. The publisher's out there earlier on. He got like a 26-pack of crayons for under two quid. We can make you a ship, no fucking problem. <laughs> 
I'll paint your fucking ship. No worries. <laughs> and I tell you what, right? Don't build a ship. What we'll do is we'll stand on some pier somewhere. Just shoot up. Don't shoot the deck. So we could be anywhere. As long as you can see C in the background, it'll be fine. And there you have Titanic 2. Um, it, yeah, stunning. Stunning piece of cinematography. <laughs> Don't worry about the underwater shots, mate. I've got you covered. I've got a massive carrier bag from Morrison's here. Stick the camera in there, pull it real tight. It's waterproof. We'll go under the water. Do me a favour. We'll be home doing Charlie by five. Ray. <laughs> Dead. <laughs> uh, oh, for those so for those of you that don't work in the movie business, this is exactly what it's like. Yes. Exactly what it's like. This is nothing but pure fact. Everything that is said in this podcast <laughs> is true. <laughs> and, and if anybody says it isn't, they're fucking liars. Remember, kids, if it ain't in this, it's a fucking lie. Nice. Yes. This, by the way, is the sound of tea. And this... Is the sound of my mouth being burnt by a steaming <laughs> hot tea. <laughs> yeah, See, when you try and be a clever uh. dick. <laughs> well. You as, get ulcers. As, yes, as delicious as burning hot flesh is. Let's, uh, let's move on with our, uh, our, next, our next subject. Um, is, it, is it my turn for news? I do I, do I have to choose a news story? Choose a new story. Um, Absolutely. Okay. Choose a new story that we will discuss. Um, oh, okay. Um, cinema is going backwards. We had the Oscars the other night. What won Best Picture? Yes. Best Picture was picked oh, up yes. by um, by the artist. Which uh, let's mm. get this out of the way. And Faye's going to love to have a good talk about this because she uh, she absolutely adores it. And uh, I, I I enjoyed it. I liked it. Was it the best picture of the year? Of course it fucking wasn't. Why? No, it's not. It, if anything, it's a statement on where cinema's gone wrong by saying, look, remember where we came from, right? Michael Bay, take fucking note, right? There's, there's a story here, right? You can understand what the actors are doing. They're not running around just looking at things coming out of sand, which is basically how you boil a Michael Bay film down to its components, is people running around scared <laughs> looking at things coming out of sand. My God, do I want to see Michael Bay make a silent, a silent cinema piece now. My God, do I want to see that. I, I'm almost tempted to Michael take... Michael Bay in noir, 4 by 3 aspect ratio, silence. What's he going to do? He's going to do nothing! He's got nothing! If you can't put an explosion next to it, he's fucked! Tap dancing Transformers, need I say more? Um, he, uh, yeah, he would, be, he would be fucked. I'm almost tempted, you know, to take a Transformers film and cut it as if it was a silent movie. But um, I don't have time. But there's a little piece of my mind that tells me if I did have time, that's what I'd be doing. <laughs> I, th I was thinking of that. I thought, if I had time, the things I'd do, I'd have cured cancer by now. Yeah, but the thing is, and I don't, I don't mean to, to, to stamp on your parade or anything, but you had time, you didn't do anything with it, now you've got no time, deal with it. Yeah, but you don't realise <laughs> you've that, got In all time, that time you had. Time. <laughs> <laughs> you, you think, that you think you've got it. all the time in the world, so you get to it later. And then later shafts you. 
Indeed, I've only just started sleeping through the night again. Shaft, yeah. It's brilliant. Oh, congratulations on that, by the way, Mazeltov. Mm, yeah. Um, How's it working but, um, out for you? Yeah, yeah, I'd forgotten how much I enjoyed sleep. It's actually uh, one of my favourite parts of the day. <laughs> sleep is very good. Um, yeah. What's what's um, what's your 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 fondest sleep memory of yesteryear before you stopped having any? One of um, your all-time I, great sleeps. I slept for a day, an entire Never. day. I I I woke up at about nine o'clock in the morning. Uh, it was a Sunday. Um, it was I was definitely at school at the time, and I just could not be bothered with the day. So I stayed in bed and fell back to sleep. Every time I woke back up, every two or three hours, I'd be like, oh, what's the point? Went back to sleep. Slept for a day. Brilliant. Nice. Brilliant. Mm. Uh, that is that is extra good. Um, how, how about you? You're, you are a fan of your sleep. I In do fact, like it's, my sleep. It, it's, led, it's led to you losing many a job. <laughs> You're a fan of sleep. Mm. In fact, it, it led to me losing a really, really kick-ass job that I had once, which was professional telewatcher. That was a good mm. job. That is a good job. Although they should really just utilise pensioners for that, they wouldn't have to pay them. Yeah, but the things with pensioners is they, they, they won't coherent. It, but they won't be able to give. <laughs> yeah, they won't <laughs> be able to give you any sort of ma- major critique at the uh, at the end of it. When you say to a pensioner, "Was the aspect ratio correct and was the sound all right?" They just went, "It was Richard Madeley again. He's ever so handsome." Oh, <laughs> I'll He's cash more for him. No, all you've got to do is know how to translate it. If they say. He's looking thin these days. It means it was in the wrong aspect. So you just got to know what they're talking about. <laughs> I didn't like the bit in the middle of um, the show when the snowmen appeared. Ah, right. It, uh, oh. it, it, it fell into disrepair and the um, compression was all fucked, was it? No, no. There were actual snowmen. Oh, right. Okay. I'm sorry. Killed that nothing, one, didn't I? Nothing, nothing kills <laughs> blow like a pensioner guy. <laughs> um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm quite, I'm quite warm. I'm going to go ahead and open my window here. Bear with me a moment. Excuse me. Sorry, this is very unprofessional. I apologise. And what follows is an audio description of what Andrew is doing. Andrew lifts his blinds with a certain flare. He then takes something that's off screen. I can't see it. He opens his window with reckless abandon. It's open hardly at all, but then, if he opens it any wider than what he has, he may get robbed. And all my stuff is here. Look out behind you, Andrew, he said. Andrew was then bludgeoned across the head, laughing as he went down, thinking it was a joke. And I set up some hilarious prank. But no, it's an actual robbery. Imagine if that happened. What? Again, kids, if, if it's in this podcast, it's fucking real. <laughs> Imagine, what, if you set up an elaborate gag whereby my heating came on a little bit more than usual, knowing full well that I would want to open the window. Once I opened the window, I was bludgeoned to death by a neighbour. No, no, no. Imagine if I hadn't. Oh, right. Then <laughs> you were bludgeoned to death by a neighbour. <laughs> It'd be a good gag to tell the kids. The question is, would I still release the podcast? Or would I go Keith Ledger on you, Heath Ledger on you, and re-edit the end of it with bits of what you'd already said at the start? <laughs> this all, is of going sudden, to... all, of, all of a sudden, you cut to podcast seven where I'm smashed and lying on your carpet talking bollocks. You go, yeah, yeah well, <laughs> if you're not going to finish the podcast properly, Andrew, you should just bloody, you should bloody go away. You should go away forever. 
Andrew's feeling sleepy. <laughs> I don't think he wants to do another podcast ever again. Moving to Australia now. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> the sound of police sirens and passing passing trucks. Um. <laughs> I like that you've got police sirens, but still normal traffic noise outside. And there's also passing trucks, but they're, well, I always they're not pressing into the story. I always associate with quite quite sinister tones. You know, that's the truck parping its horn um, a couple of times it goes past. Yeah. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, but have you ever... <laughs> Bumped into a shelf just there. <laughs> Suffering for your art, I like it. Suffering for my art, that's it. Can't do pan stereo in these things. <laughs> Especially not when you're only recording one channel. Near, near a large sharp corner. Ah, <laughs> oh, sharp corners. Why wasn't that a soap? Sharp corner. Crossroads was a soap. Coronation Street was a soap, which they've now just stupidly called Corrie. Corrie, Is it yeah. actually called Corrie it's now? Called, I, I don't know. They seem to go on marketing bollocks now. So Emmerdale is called shit and Coronation Street is called Corrie. And, but it's the same logo, but it just says Corrie. And they try and be all arthouse about it and be like, oh, someone's getting robbed in Corrie. No, I'm sorry. Corrie doesn't cut it. Sharp corner, maybe. Someone's getting mugged in Sharp <laughs> Corner. Just now, because you say Corey like cracker, it doesn't mean it's the same fucking show, okay? You got Corey. Robbie Coltrane in it? No, you fucking have it. So stop calling yourself similar names. <laughs> Detective Corey. Still, it still sounds like wank. <laughs> it just sounds like a nine-year-old girl. Detective Corey. She's out of school and she's pissed off. I don't like my pigtails. Suspense. <laughs> This show's got it all. Where's my sandwiches? Drama. I, 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 always, I, always, I. Do you know what? If I, if I had my way, I'd bring back Rainbow, but I'd bring it back well dark, so you'd have like death, horror, religion, the Rainbow comeback special. Jeffrey. June. <laughs> Murder, suspense, bungle. Mm. There's been a death in the village. And no one can trust anyone. The oh Bino. my god! Awful zippy impression, by the way. Serial killer on the loose. Lock your doors. The dandy every Thursday. Success in making Andy laugh tea out of his nose. Thank fuck this is an audio podcast, is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, that was pleasant to watch. Um, tea coming reverse out of Andy. And I chose the right, mo right moment to hit that gag as well. And he drank it. <laughs> That's what the petrified silence was. <laughs> okay, so anyway, the news was filmmaking is dead, um, apart from the Muppets, which is going to save us all. Um, uh, is, because really? A, is that what we're pinning our hopes on? The Muppets? Yeah, pr pretty much. That's pretty much all we've got right now. We've got the Muppets. Bleak. They keep trying to. They keep trying to come back. Bless them. I mean, is it still the same guy doing Kermit? Because fuck me, he must be ancient. I I, I don't think it is. I don't think You're it not. is. Uh, I know it's probably still the same guy with his hand up, Miss Piggy, but um, 
Well, once you've got that gig, why would you change? <laughs> I'm careering this shit. Fantastic. I'm not getting any fucking higher unless I'm working in an abattoir, bitch. <laughs> Job security, I've got a finger up a pig. Come on. <laughs> it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> Nickname um, Pork Scratchings. Oh. <laughs> hey, I said the word. You did the connotation. Inappropriate. Massively inappropriate. Um, what, what was it up against? What was the artist up against? Um, I, I don't know. The um, best picture. Balamori. Um, Balamori. Must, must have been up against Balamori <laughs> to win. That's all I can think of. <laughs> do you remember? <laughs> oh, my God. Do you remember doing your... Um, Papa Lazaru introduction to CBBC. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't I do that on a podcast? <laughs> I don't remember the only thing that I actually concretely remember about that is the moment that you said, hey kids, it's time for Balamori and the style of Papa Lazaru, I lost my shit entirely. <laughs> I'd do it again, but I can't even do the voice anymore. That's what age does to you kids. Um, yeah, that's right. We were doing very dark children's television. Um, <laughs> talking, of, talking of dark children's television, I saw Philadelphia for the first time the other day. No, thank you. <laughs> very, very, very wafer-thin links coming out now. Talking of dark children's stories with demonic clowns, I saw Philadelphia, which is the story of a man diagnosed with AIDS who gets fired from his law firm. <laughs> and in other news, bumblebees. <laughs> hey, see, it's at the 40 minute mark, it all starts to fall apart. <laughs> uh, and that was Trish on the sports desk, and now we've got Alan Kane waxing an owl. <laughs> Will it squeal? Find out at nine. <laughs> oh Jeez. my good god. Okay. Uh -huh. Destroyed. Right, Destroyed. I'm, I'm turning the monitor off because otherwise I'm going to start researching things and we're not getting into all that business again. Yeah, I know. Yeah. You know it's over once the uh, <laughs> the glow of screens start coming off. Like a podcast episode eight, I think. Oh, here's a reminiscent for you now. We should have that Hovis music in the background. Uh, podcast episode eight. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. Let me find that music. Okay, you're golden. Yeah, now it feels right. Uh, that <laughs> podcast episode eight, where uh, we tried for the first time our uh, separation while recording podcasts. We didn't have video. It's not like these new days. It was all in black and white, and we were blind. And Anthony couldn't see that Andrew had lost interest about five minutes into recording the podcast, <laughs> and was simply looking on Wikipedia for things to talk about, and not talking about them. <laughs> Just reading them himself, silently, <laughs> as if suddenly I would understand. And leaving me out in the wilderness to fill 20 minutes of dead air. <laughs> um, if you haven't listened to podcast episode 8, don't, don't. But if you're curious, <laughs> it is on the link. And uh, why not? Why not have a no, listen? No. How little Andy says. <laughs> I'm so I'm so sorry. The thing is, again, the, the the road to hell is. I'm not apologising to you, fucker. The road to hell is is laden with uh, with good intentions, right? My intention was, I know, I look online for stimulating things to talk about, and I'll talk about them. And instead, what I did is went, 
Ooh, red chairs on eBay. Fantastic. And then just <laughs> stared at the screen for 20 minutes while Anthony went, come on, help me out. Went, come on. Yes. Uh, I think I went seamlessly from Ikea all the way to Kentucky Fried Chicken without breaking flow while you were looking at chairs. <laughs> You make it sound like you were doing the podcast remotely. You actually went from Ikea to Kentucky Fried Chicken seamlessly. What, you mean just took a walk? <laughs> well, if he's not if he's not contributing, fuck it, I'm going for a walk. <laughs> he's not going to notice that I you fancy come a back. Nine I've mile got a billy bookcase and a bucket of chicken. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no one's going to let me on the bus. <laughs> a bookcase and a smell of chicken. <laughs> no one's going to want me. I haven't even got the fare. I spent it on the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god why does why don't all things start with no one's gonna want me on the bus <laughs> or a massive bookcase and a smell of chicken oh do you know what i was i was on the tube um and someone was eating a mcdonald's and man you never really cotton on to how much mcdonald's smells in a tight contained underground sardine can with wheels um everyone becomes your enemy when you're eating mcdonald's on a train and would quite happily pummel you to death if it would stop the smell. But it doesn't, so no one moves. Because what, what can you do in that situation to stop the smell? Can you rugby tackle them and throw it out the window? No, you can't, because you're next to the wall. It would simply fly back into the carriage, spilling everywhere, therefore making the problem worse. So you sit there and you do nothing, like everyone else. Join the army today, and why not be different? Stop people eating McDonald's on tubes. The <laughs> That's all we're good for. <laughs> the thing, the thing with eating, and I'm, I, I'm guilty of this, by the way. I've eaten some horrifically smelly things on the tube. Is by the time I get on the tube at say like eleven o'clock at night, you know, I've, I've I've had a few things to drink. I haven't eaten a few things. A few things to drink. Meth, perno, paint stripper, <laughs> Mr. Sheen, Drambury. <laughs> to name but a few. And a baby sham. And a baby sham. Um, no, you know, I've, I've drank a few things and I'm travelling, I don't know, 40 minutes in that direction on the Northern Line and I go, well, b- b- bollocks to it, I'm hungry. I'm going to have something to eat. I'm going to pick myself up a kebab. And then when I've had this kebab and I've got onto the tube, I'm going to sit next to the darkest skinned person with the biggest hair in the world and just stare him right out and eat my chicken. And that's how I roll. And yes, I will have extra garlic sauce. Do not be stingy. <laughs> it's not like I'm going on the tube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck it, they won't mind. That smell's not going to stay encased in there for the next four weeks. Oh, there's some dog shit here on the way. Better step in that as well. Really mix up the smells in there. <laughs> <laughs> now I, get some, now I, some I didn't have time to go to the on. toilet, but I can go in this platform and that's okay, right? Maybe I'll wash some of the dog shit off my shoes. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Better wash that off. Mm. I've never, I've never realised, I've never realised before how much. Being on the tube sounds like a euphemism for, like, having a catheter bag. <laughs> Where's Anthony? He's on the tube. Oh, fuck, really? Oh, Damn. fuck. Hope he's all right. <laughs> well, uh, uh, and so there must be loads of those. There must be loads of those completely innocent words that, if you think about it hard enough, mean something completely different. Um, being on the tube is a brilliant one. Um Come on, there's got to be some more. This is gold. <laughs> well, there are some. <laughs> I just imagine. And how quickly gold turns to tungsten. Um, imagine them while you're sitting in a hot bath. Sitting in a hot bath. Piles. Hmm? 
<laughs> I like that we both killed a segment. This makes me very happy. Okay, so we've both been responsible for the death of a segment. I can't remember how this started. <laughs> and that's when you know you're in a good flow. <laughs> we've gone from Barry Manilow to chips. That's, that's quite even, an easy live. We didn't even tackle Barry Manilow. Um, oh, we should. I wonder if anyone has and survived to tell the tale. Tackled Barry Manilow. Hmm. He's like that big. Barry Manilow? Yeah. Yeah, but he'd sing at you as he went down. Surely. Whoa. <laughs> In that rich baritone that he has. <laughs> well, now Barry White's gone. He's he's filling in the gaps. Oh, Barry White is gone. I oh, know. He never released a greatest hits album the day after he died. No, he had, he had him, he had him while he was alive. That's how yeah, motherfucking like, cool it, that I'm, guy was. I'm making the money out of this. Buy my hits. I've only released one. Listen to it nine times. <laughs> yeah. But it's so soothing. And you're probably having sex to it anyway, so you probably haven't heard it all the way through. Why not listen to it after three minutes? <laughs> it gets really good. It turns into, like, Nordic metal. And it's just, like, the most intense, screamy, shouty thing ever. And the lyrics are, No one ever got this far! <laughs> Has anyone ever made it to the end of a Barry Manilow show? A show, a Barry Manilow song. Barry Manilow, fucking hell. What's his name? Barry White. <laughs> Has anyone made it to the end of a Barry White song and heard the Nordic metal aftertones? <laughs> Please write to us if you have. For those that haven't, I will be providing a short clip on the website now. In fact, no, bugger it. I'll provide a clip on this podcast now. This is what it sounds like when you get to three minutes and one second of a Barry White song. This is... The first, the last, the everything, or whatever it's called. Can't you see it, you? You make me feel this way. You're like a fresh morning dew on a brand new day. And there it was. That was everything. That really was everything. Fuck. Yeah. Um, I feel kind of violated. Just, just, just mentally violated. Sure. Although, at least we can see where Aphex Twin gets his influences. Yeah, that's true. Who'd, who'd have thought it? Barry White, Aphex Twin. <laughs> <laughs> Aphex Barry White? Barry Aphex. Fix? Afix <laughs> White. <laughs> Barry Fix. Barry Fix. No, he sounds like he's one of those shopping channels. Hi, Barry Fix here. <laughs> you want to see what shit I've got for your toilet now? Well, look at this. Are you sick of having toilet roll and a toilet brush? Why not combine the two? <laughs> oh, my God. Brush your, te- brush your teeth, brush the bowl, brush your ass. All <laughs> Shave three minutes off your entire bathroom expenditure. (laughs) And a a pound of flesh off your face. (laughs) With Barry Fix's Orofusha Doodle-tastic brush. (laughs) Which doubles as a cheese grater. (laughs) And bowler hat. (laughs) (laughs) Why why isn't there more product integration? What, like a toaster with a television inside it? Or a toaster with sleeves? It's... (laughs) 
Where will it stop? Where will it stop? All right, so mobile phones, right? Mobile phones now, they've got cameras in them. They've got video cameras in them. They've got, you know, their computer games and everything like that. That's, that's, that's logical combinations. Um, I'd like to see a book combined with something. Why not a book combined with a harmonica? So, so on certain pages, <laughs> at the end of certain chapters, you've got a musical accompaniment. Chapter nine. Ah! <laughs> exactly. You play it yourself. Well, I had there was those um, there was those Clark shoes that had like bear prints on the bottom of them and a compass in them. They were essentially the first. Yeah, nothing throws archaeologists off like Clark <laughs> shoes. <laughs> Walking through the the freshly laid cement of a uh, of a school playground with Clark shoes with bear prints on really puts the shit up the headmaster. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, kids. We've got to send you home. There appears to be bears. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they trying to kid? I mean, at least if you're going to do that, don't put a fucking imprint of Clark's in the same set. <laughs> have it on the um, side, make it authentic. What are you doing? It, it appears to have eaten a school child who was wearing Clark's shoes and drove <laughs> perfectly along. This, this bear had a perfectly carved stick of lightning on the right, right hand side of his soul. That's amazing. Have you seen those um, new things now? I say new, they're probably five-year-old, but I'm a granddad. So um, they're, they're trainers, but they've got a wheel in the heel. Or is yeah, it a wheel are. in the sole? They're, they're, they're old. They are very so, old. So suddenly you see children walking, <laughs> and then they, they, all of a sudden, <laughs> they all of a sudden just start gliding towards you like they're fucking possessed. It's like children of the corn in Muswell Hill. I was, I was scared out of my wits. Poundland oh. is a scary place for those kind of things because they've all got them. I mean, I've never seen them in Poundland, but obviously there must be some kind of like, mega deal on at Clark's Shoes for people who've got a council house, because they're fucking there. And you're suddenly walking down the aisles, and you see someone just, ooh, guide <laughs> past. You, know, you think they're the living dead. Just going back to your title inquiry there, by the way, at what point in the sequential number order would they get to the point where they'd have to name the film Children of the Corn in Muswell Hill? <laughs> how, how many films down are we that it, come, it comes to that? Seven. Seven is where they lose all hope. <laughs> Children of the either, Corn in Muswell Hill. Either that, or then they get really desperate and it becomes Men of the Corn. <laughs> corn of the Corn. Men and corn. Women of the Corn. People of the Corn. Corn. It's just corn. <laughs> <laughs> the people of God. It's just corn. For 90 minutes. Swearing. Directed. And swearing ominously last... in Muswell Hill. <laughs> uh, talk, talking about swaying ominously and not really going anywhere, I saw uh, Mary, Marcy, May and Me, or whatever it's called. Have you heard that? Uh, Mary, Marcy, Magdalene and May, or something. Or... Something like that. Something yeah, yeah. unpronounceable, unrecognisable, unrememberable and unremarkable. I saw that. Shy. Is this, is this Baby Club? Is yes. this Baby Club? Yes, yes, Baby Club, where I get to go and uh, sit amongst other parents um, for an inflated fee have a coffee and cake, and uh, watch a film while people scream at you, <laughs> which, sounds de which is delightful. It actually is really good. Because uh, once you're a parent, suddenly you switch off to that kind of thing. You think, yeah, it actually becomes quite, um, I don't know, it's gratifying when everyone's screaming around you, apart from your child. Because you're like, mine's not screaming. He's all right. What are you doing? You obviously don't know how to be a parent. Come and have a look at this. This is how you do it. This is it. Oh, he's screaming now. Um, <laughs> fickle get, is life. 
Get the syringe out, he's screaming again. <laughs> there we go. Nice, calm, glassy-eyed son. Uh, are, you sure, are you sure we're supposed to inject formula? I'm sure people have used bottles before. No, they're just very large hypodermic needles. Oh, fantastic. Okay. <laughs> With a teeth. Absolutely teeth. Bugger's trying to find the vein with one of them. I can't get it in. <laughs> it's just bouncing back on me and turning in it on just squidges. That's rubbish. It's all over me now. <laughs> it smells like crap. You know they put fish oil in um, formula? I read the ingredients because I went, this fucking smells foul. What's in this? Fish oil. That's what's in it. That's what smells foul. So is that what mixes with the child's natural insides to make formula poo smell awful? Hmm. Yeah. Because formula poo... Which sounds like a, a perfume, weirdly, but it's, it's not. <laughs> it depends how you pronounce it. Formula pool. <laughs> <laughs> By Kelvin Glenn. <laughs> Formula pool. If you say it with a slight French tone, it sounds pretentious and expensive. <laughs> Pretentious, no? It's like eau de toilette. Why do people put up with this name? Eau de toilette? Eau de toilette. Eau de toilette. Why? <laughs> Just because you're saying it with a poncy end, it doesn't work. What if you said it Birmingham? Eau de toilette. It doesn't work. Doesn't that roughly translate as smell of bathroom? <laughs> Does it? <laughs> oh, the toilet. The smell of bathroom. <laughs> For Jean-Paul Gaultier. Impress your date by smelling like the lavatory bowl. <laughs> she shit in it, she sit on you. I <laughs> <laughs> ah, got a bit dark over it. <laughs> I love that it got a bit dark, homeless, that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Just a, uh, a quick summary of, because um, I, I don't do this enough, things that I like this week, by the way, oh, if you don't yeah, mind. yeah, I like this. No, 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 I like this, yeah. Just things a, that you a, like this week. A little, a little segment filler, we'll, we'll have a go. Things that I like this week, and why? Blue tack. I like blue tack this week. Um, because when you roll up a piece of blue tack, you can use it to collect the other expired bits of blue tack from the wall without removing the paint. Blue tack. Hmm. Nice. Nice. Um, things that I like this week um, are uh, is rather um, television, because it makes me forget the world. <laughs> I don't mean to criticise you, but um, hasn't television been the things that I like this week for most of the weeks of our adult life? So it's always true. That's that's it. Consistency. That's what we've got to go for. Um, do you know? What? I I all oh, right. Okay. I enjoy being paid to drink beer, as I mm. believe I sent I sent you a photo on Friday that I was being paid to drink beer, and I'm a happy man for that. <laughs> I did not approve, nor the, neither did I respond. I looked no, at that didn't. and went, you motherfucker. No, I purposely didn't. I was not responding to that. That's horrific. You, I was expecting a picture of your keyboard, like with worn keys, because you work so hard on it. And I'm sitting there with a uh, with a chilled one in the um, sun. <laughs> if anything, I was going to send you a picture of you know the relevant beer that you were drinking and the threatening letter that I'd sent to the brewery not weeks before, and the uh, rem remnants of the chemical component that I had put into the hops, and uh, it's slowly eating away your insides. So how do I get the vision back in my left eye? Just curious. You just got to lunge forward when you're not expecting to and hope that the uptake catches in on the rim. <laughs> At the last <laughs> black person that you can find. <laughs> <laughs> 
<coughs> 3D. Have you ever done that? Have you ever gone up to someone waiting in a 3D queue, queue for a 3D film and just gone, this film's going to be great? 3D. Seizure <laughs> 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 happen. Because it's basically what a 3D film is. If you, you can't see what I'm doing, but I'm lunging wildly at the screen, <laughs> going all 3D on your ass. The thing, the thing with 3D, ultimately, and I know we've covered this before, but just very quickly, just to sort of recap on why I hate it so much, is that I'm in 3D. Hmm. Yeah? And HD. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm in at least 24K resolution, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, look, look at the detail on that. Look at that. <laughs> it gets a bit blurry when you blow it up that big, but apart from that, it's fine. Yeah, but still. Yeah, my zoom function isn't that good. But yeah, I, I'm in 3D. Right, so watching a three D film is 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 like watching my normal life, but in awful quality, and I have to wear headgear for it. And there's loads of other fuckers in front of me, and I can't piss when I want to in case I miss it. <laughs> and it makes your eyes hurt. <laughs> there's nothing going. And it for cost it. me ten quid. Nothing, nothing going. For it. You may as well look out a window and occasionally throw your head out of it and hope that a bee comes close. <laughs> I've, I've just had a brilliant idea for how to rejuvenate the theatre industry. Theatre. The real fucking 3D. And that'd just be the, the caption outside the theatre. You're like, oh, bloody hell, I'm going to go and see a 3D film. And they just, you know, they just re, re, rehash films, but on the stage. Yeah, yeah, that's not a bad idea. But you're quite far away to get the, the effect, unless they had, like, really big prosthetic arms that could go out into the audience and wave in their face. See, what I'd do is I would bring 4D more into the mainstream, right? They do 4D theatres, which is basically, um, you know, it's sensory as well as everything else. I know the fourth dimension is time, but cinema is ignoring that. So it's going straight <laughs> to the fifth. <laughs> because, of course, it's 4 fucking D. It's an hour and 20 minutes. So it's 4D, right? So that is amazing. So. The, the, the fourth dimension actually being time. You're just like, you pay for your ticket, nine quid, well done, you saw the film, did I? Yes, you did. Yes, you did. Uh, I don't remember it because it happened Four. before. <laughs> 4D, bitch. That's it. No, fourth dimension in cinema being sensory perception. So what it is basically is it's Avatar, but occasionally an usher pops up and smacks you in the face when something happens on screen. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think would sell. Wouldn't you pay 15 quid to watch Avatar and when every one of those things came close to you, someone smacks you in the face? <laughs> we got to get on the chopper, and they get on the chopper, and then an usher, a little spotty teenager on your right and on your left, just go... in your ears. Don't go and see Mission Impossible. <laughs> a lot of explosions in Mission Impossible. <laughs> usher is lighting fires everywhere. Just throwing Cin cherry, cherry bombs at you. Pew, Cinemas pew, only do one showing. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Raised to the ground. <laughs> 4D, it's the future. I'm telling you. Oh my god. Absolute future. Um, uh, I don't feel like we've done enough of this. I know we've done enough of this, and obviously the time, the time factors there. But I think, I think we should, I think we should do another one of these, like literally in the next week or so. Yeah, def definitely, definitely. Yeah. I think this, this, this system works. The flow's good. Um, I guess we'll hear feedback on whether people liked the podcast or not. Um. I, I heard no. I heard some feedback off um, other people actually. Oh, you heard feedback from Not Fay. From Not Fay, <laughs> I heard feedback from uh, James Shuker of all people. He listens oh. to the podcast. Hello, James. Hi, um, James. 
nice to nice to know you're listening. Um, he uh, he found it absolutely hilarious that we were talking about um, PM Nestlewood in a uh, pseudonym in one of our podcasts. I can I can I tell you something which is really really awful, and you're probably going to hate me for it. And I've never brought it up, but I didn't realise who we were talking about when we were talking about PM Nestlewood. And really? still don't, yes. Man. TM Lesselwood? No? Still nothing? No? You weren't friends with my friends, were you? Not so much. No. They were all, they were all mildly terrifying. Well, no, I mean, I, was, I, was, I got on well with Lee well, and, and Steve. Well, do you know what? Someone knew who he was. And, and that, that was James. Was that was James Shuker. Right it on. was James. It was James. Um... Small fact for the day, James has a sister called Katie. I remember, kids. If it's in this podcast, it's fucking real. I'm hoping that'll catch on, you know. <laughs> I would like that. Um, can I, uh, Hovis is what we've got out of tonight. Can I just give a, a, a quick shout-out to uh, a friend, uh, if, if that's okay? A, a certain friend um, confided some information uh, with uh, myself and, and Mr. Brownwell quite recently. And um, the information was uh, very, very positive, and I did not respond. And it's not because I disapproved of the information. It's just that I had lots of other information going on at the same time. So I apologize to you, the friend who's listening. I'm very, very happy about your information. Right on. And uh, let's, let's, let's talk more about it soon. That's right, Jane. If you would like to talk about your problems or uh, have any other information on the fact, please join the long queue uh, to get on the Jeremy Kyle show where the entire nation can look at you and laugh. <laughs> he's in America now, you know this, don't you? Why? Oh, good, he can stay there. Yeah, no, he's, 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 uh, he's going to get killed. Gonna uh, get Jane, killed. whose real name should not be mentioned, of course I'm not suggesting you should ever go on Jeremy Kyle. Please stay the fuck away from Jeremy Kyle. Indeed. Stay away from Jeremy Kyle. Forever. And bye, Dark Ovis. Bye, Dark Ovis. <laughs> and the, uh, the music for Dark Ovis would totally be that really melancholy black and white thing, but backwards. That would be dark. And that's what this will sound like. Chilling. <laughs> Good way to end. Good way to end. Agreed. Yeah. Um, um, so I guess there's yeah. some twink that we should put some twinkly stuff going on underneath us now while we do this elongated outro uh so uh, in terms of feedback for this podcast don't forget you can write on pretty much everything on quite enjoy now as anything has a text box on it <laughs> every single available service possible on quite enjoy remember kids if you can't write on it you're on a different website <laughs> it is one massive whiteboard and you have all the crayons please write on it kids we'll wash it away if it's profanity um... <laughs> except we can't so we won't there's chat boxes down the bottom. There's chat boxes to the right. We will get back to you. There's forums in the back somewhere. Um, sit down and hold on. More shrugs? <laughs> more more, more invisible shrugs. shrugs. More, more, more invisible shrugs that can't be... Uh, more drugs, please.
Well, has anyone tried to inject drugs with biros? That is the question I will leave you with today. Please respond in the forum. Has anyone tried to inject drugs with biros? I don't mean you personally. I mean anyone in the world. Has anyone come up with a syringe that is a biro? I can imagine it's quite possible. I think uh, I think I think that that probably has happened. In fact, I'm going to see if I can find a picture and post it on the forum. So uh, find the uh, relevant podcast chapter on the <laughs> forum and. Uh, Look for the needle that I possibly killed myself with. <laughs> More <Right>. at nine. <laughs> and, uh, alright, with that, um, I'm going to say Brownmore out. And, uh, Jenkins More uh, out. Bye, Jenkins More. <laughs> totally wouldn't have worked for you. <laughs> Thank Christ. Jen Cannon. <laughs> Janon. 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 Um, yeah, good night. Like Shabba. Good night. Uh, back.